Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> wow. Making an entrance right there. You really do. Every dog on time. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta figure out how to make it sound like a revving engine, though. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I know. That'd that would be, be awesome. good. That would be good. Amanda was Sorry. describing her her delicious cacao brain food. It sounds, yeah, it sounds yeah. delicious. Yeah, nice. I like brain food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I especially like chocolate brain food. That might have been oh, yeah. my favorite thing that I learned from Nikki was that the reason why I was craving so much sugar and specifically chocolate, because, you know, I would not, like, I never, I could be a sugar addict, right? That's what they said. But I wouldn't, if you put a cheesecake in front of me, or some other fruity dessert, you know. It was like it wasn't really about the sugar; it was about the chocolate. And um, and she's just like, yeah, that was because you're you're burning up all of your intuitive. You're burning, and you're doing such intuitive work. You're burning up all of your trace minerals, and chocolate helps to restore those. And I was like, oh my god, it makes sense now. And it's great permission to continue eating plenty of chocolate and cacao. <laughs> chocolate! Yeah. Good. Well, how is everyone this morning? I'm happy to report that Max it seems to be better. Um, Yay. Yeah, oh, my God, he was so sick that morning. He woke me up at 4 a.m. and just threw up over and over and over and over again. This is your kitty? Yeah. Oh, and he was yowling. Oh, my God, poor thing. But I went down to the pet store, and they just gave me something over the counter that cleared him up, and he's better now. Like a cat flu, huh? Like he had a he had the cat flu. Um, I it's kind of gross actually. Um, he got worms from staying at kitty camp. Yeah, and um, yeah, he yeah. So, but it's a simple thing. You just um, I just gave him this liquid, literally within you know like two hours actually like right away because he knew that I had he he could tell that I you know how they can tell like you're help you're helping them 
Mm-hmm. So I think part of it was psychological. He's like, oh, good, my mom helped me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, now he's he's better. And his all of his bodily functions are back on track, and he's eating, and, yeah, he should be fine. Be fine. But I was so scared. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He's yowling. Oh. Guy, you know, I have a friend who has, you know, like her kitty has been the man in her life for a long time. Like <laughs> he's he's 21 years old, you know. I mean, he's an old cat, and he's just the freaking sweetest thing. And I personally, like me and cats, we've never gotten along. But this guy, he loves me, and okay. um, and she is really, I mean, like. The stuff that he's going through, I'm just like, oh, you know, because he's just old. Just seizures and, oh, so sad. I don't look forward to that with my pets. I never had to see that because my parents were just always like, oh, we don't like this animal. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> I think uh, I only saw one pet die. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, luckily there was an easy fix, and um, I've never had that happen because I've always had my um, my last cat, I kept him on a flea medication that would dose him for, for worms, but this cat, um, yeah, his, his medication lapsed, so I feel bad. It's totally my fault, but he, he's better. He was, he was only sick for a few hours, and he's better now. So, I had a little case of the guilties. I guess I still do a little bit. Parenting is rough business. <laughs> it is. It is. I know. It is. Regardless of the person pet, it's rough business. I remember that um, when I told my mom I was pregnant and that I was worried because I was pretty sure that the only time in my life that I had ever gotten just fucked up drunk was the time that he was conceived. And she goes, she goes, honey, let's just think about this. How many people, how many people are conceived under those circumstances? Like really. <laughs> First of all, right? And, this, and I'm like, oh, thanks, Mom. And she's like, but that feeling that you're having right now, that guilt, get used to that. That's what motherhood is all about. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so sad. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's true. It comes, with the, it comes with the rule, right? All these things that I wish I could have, should have, blah. Yeah, what a great thing you, to tell someone. Well, it's better to know than to have a rude <laughs> awakening, right? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, that actually makes me feel better. But thank God he bounced back so quickly. Oh, my God. But... Like, I didn't want to leave the house that day. I was, like, laying on the bed with him. I kept poking him. Like, every six or seven minutes, I was poking him. I'm like, are you are you okay? Are you still alive? Do you need anything? 
Running around, acting crazy as usual today. Good. Crazy is a good sign. Yeah. So that leads me to a quote from this chapter. Okay. Lay it on us. It says, no matter how tremendous an obstacle, obstruction may appear at a distance, you will find that if you go in a certain way, it will disappear as you approach it, or that a way over, through, or around it will appear. So instead of panicking when he got sick, you know, I just tried to stay calm, and I got on the internet, and then I thought, well, I'll go to the pet store, and then the pet store told me what to do. Instead of, like, panicking, it was, I mean, it was a pretty easy fix. Pretty easy, so. So, yeah, I, it's, that's good. That's a good thing. I love it. SOGR works even for, you know, family illness. Well, I was supposed to be working that day. It happened, and it. I was like, oh, God, okay, well, I guess this is what's up for me today, you know? Yeah. <sighs> oh. Well, anything else? About, anybody else? Want to, you guys want to check in about anything else about your week since last we spoke? Um, I'll, I'll add... Just to finish up that, I heard yeah. from the uh, the executive director of the organization that I requested oh, yeah. that re- refund from. She's mm-hmm. finally back in the office, and she emailed me uh, that she'll be reviewing my – she said, oh, I'm sorry that you had a difficult time as a first-time exhibitor, and I'll review this with the board. So, I, I mean, I was happy to hear from her, but um, it's so interesting, this whole thing, even though I knew I had to request my money back, and I'm good at compiling information, and I you know, made a very professional letter and packet of photos and other papers, um, but just emotionally, it's it's given me a case of the guilty. And I I know that I shouldn't feel guilty. This is business, you know, but I, I, all I could think is, oh, now the, the whole board of directors is going to talk about it, and they're all going to think I'm the mean lady who asked for her money back. But I, I don't know. I, I didn't feel it was the right thing to let it go. So, I mean, I, I want my money back. And I don't think it's the the right thing to, um, you know, when so, yeah, it's like, it's almost like reporting a crime. <laughs> it's not quite a crime, but it sort of is, you know. But the, it's so weird how I have this guilt come up about it. Oh, but, but the, the two times that I had real guilt come up 
I I got in touch with friends, you know, and sometimes I hate to reach out and bother people, but, um, you know, I know myself well enough that I need to to run it by somebody else, someone else who's level-headed, and it helps take the power out of it so that I can get on with my day and I don't stew over it. So, uh, Yeah, so that's that's what I did, and all I, all I keep thinking is uh, is about this this book and how he talks about um, you know that you'll be working in the business that you're in probably for the foreseeable future, you know, and the way I take it is that you know your your work life will expand, but for now you're going to be working right where you are. And I I just chose to think about this as like almost like a necessary learning experience for me. Even though I didn't like this experience, I'm not enjoying it. Um, uh, you know, it's like this is what's up for me and it's somehow teaching me something. And it's um, it's moving me forward. So that's my check-in. And if anybody else has any pearls of wisdom, how to relate the you know the experience to the the book, I'm open to it. Well, I have a. Um, something that I heard when you just said what the ED's response was to you, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily to the book, but just from a business standpoint. So can I give you that? Yeah. Um, what I heard is she doesn't have the authority to make the decision about whether you can get the refund or not, which is why the last person also didn't give you an answer on it. Because uh, they don't yeah. have the authority. They have to go to the board of directors. Oh, okay. So they can't make the call. Otherwise, she wouldn't talk to the board of directors about it. She would just make the decision herself and do it. But it may be that it's above her level of authority to do that, which is crazy to me because it would be hard to run a business if you've got to run everything by the by the board. But that's generally because people do not understand the role of a board of directors. And so they think that board of directors is their boss, and they're not. But that's the way most businesses like this that have a board, it's how they believe it to be true, and so it's how they run it. And so they don't believe that they have the authority. Didn't you also address it to the board? Like, because you really wanted to make this a point for everybody, not just someone who could. um, I did. I did, in fact, put all of their names. It says, you know, Dear Lisa... But it's also addressed, um, you know, in the you know in the formal address part. I have the list of all the board of directors' names because I do want them all to be aware of this. I think they have uh, more problems and than just this, and I, I think it's important for them as a board of directors to discuss it. You know, um, 
So, but I, I also think, I think that, uh, Cheryl, I think you're right on. Even if I hadn't done that, I feel like I would have gotten this, this same response. I just think they're not that good at business, you know, and they, they, they're like a little, like, like, like chickens with their head cut off. Oh, that's a terrible thing to say. But they're, you know, I think they, I think they go into a panic, you know, like, oh, no, it's business stuff. I don't know what to do. So, I, yeah. So, it, it'll be interesting to hear back, but it's also interesting, my, my brain keeps telling me all these different things that, like, different responses, like, they're going to refuse to give me my refund, or they're going to write some nasty letter back and tell me it was my fault, and and I, I just, I don't understand why my brain does that to me. It's trying I, I to really, prepare you. It's just trying oh, to keep you safe. It's trying to oh, prepare you. That's what the ego does. It's just there to help you survive. It's not, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just, it's problem solving, trying to get ahead of the problem. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's just, you know, you've got to manage it so it doesn't turn into something that it's not meant to be. But it's kind of like, gee. If they say this to me, I wonder what my response would be. Or, you know, you can treat it like a learning experience rather than this thing that is, you know, making you feel like a, I don't know, whatever person, (laughs) fill in the blank. (laughs) For me, I always feel like I get a little, um, you know, like, uh, you know, or whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah. What was the word whatever. you used? You get, you get a little what? Angst. I get a little angsty, you know. It's just oh, like, oh, yeah. Oh, that makes me feel so much better, yeah. Amanda. Yeah. See, you know, it's amazing. Even at 50 years old, I, I need, I, God, I need other people to be able to just to get through stuff and manage my emotions and stay on track. So, Thank God for my smart friends like you guys. We're all human. Just write it down. We'll probably need it next week. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I I was yesterday. I was like talking to, I'm literally coaching someone, feeling this like trying to hold my frustration at bay because they're literally like playing in such murky possibilities, like, well, I don't, I just don't know. I could do this, or I could do this, or I could do this, and I'm, I'm coaching them, and I'm just like, you can't figure that out without action, because um, you need feedback. Like, even if you put, you know, you either go in this one direction and get feedback that that's not the direction. Or if you're in this situation that she's in, you could put like 10% action in these 10 different possibilities and get some feedback. See where you feel sparked or people resist or, you know, whatever the feedback is, right? Then I get on the phone with a psychic yesterday and she's like, you know, you really need to be in more action. You've got all of these possibilities. And I was like, son of a 
I know, I know. I know the speech. I gave it earlier. You can stop right there. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, that's why that lady was irritating me so much. Because I was doing the same fucking thing. Right. <laughs> Human. Aww. <laughs> We need each other. Oh, show. So I guess that's my check-in. Is I need to be in action. Is my creative center is tired and rusty. <laughs> that's funny. It's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So my homework is to... Um, and I guess it's already kind of started this week, but it's really um, one of the things that she said that she saw was, and this is a funny thing, Cheryl will understand my answer about this. Um, <clears throat> I need to be speaking more. I need to get my my message out to bigger audiences. I need to do less one-on-one. And I'm like... Yeah, that's, that is a given. I need to be on more stages. I need to be reaching more people. And the less one-on-one just, like, drives me crazy because I do not want to be one of those experts that, you know, tells people what they should be doing all the time but doesn't actually give them the means to do it. You know, like... In my opinion, most people already know what they need to do. They just need someone standing next to them saying, yeah, that's good. Try this. You know, and partnering with with them through it, right? So that's my... I was like, okay. (laughs) I know. I know I'm supposed to get out the stages, and I know it'll impact my ability, you know, like how my capacity for doing the deeper work. So I'm just going to have to look at other possibilities of maybe bringing one of my main, like my uh, my main coach that I work with, the uh, editor that I work with, when I go to production with books. She could do a lot of what I do. You know, so it's like Okay, still do the parts that I love, still stay connected, make sure that um, people are getting the partnership that they need and also not be bogged down because there are parts of it that really, like, I do get to the point where I'm just like, oh, my God, I just don't want to do this anymore, (laughs) you know. Um, Never in the beginning of the project, but there is a point where, like, okay, maybe it's time to hand this off hand this person off to another writing coach because they've already got um, they've got these skills and now they just need help working it through all of the chapters, whatever. So she was like, there's something about marketing. I'm like, yeah, this editor that I'm talking about right now, she offered to help me create and or partner which I'm way more about partnerships um, and developing a marketing 
program or not like we would market for people, but that we would teach them how to and and give them, you know, partner with them through the process of figuring out what content they need to develop, where they need to put it, how to make that happen, you know, like everything that my authors are always asking me afterwards, like, how do I? And I'm just like, I don't know. And I never done that for myself. And I also don't really, I'm not really upset about learning it. Like, not my my happy spot. <laughs> and so the idea of partnering with her is really cool because I know she she cares as much as I do about details and partnership and all that. So that was a go. She was like, I really think that this. Um, she say marketing thing, TV show. So I'm feeling like I need to just do something ridiculous again and remind myself how fun that is. <laughs> you know, like why not write another book and develop another course? I've done this all before, you know. My day-to-day daily activities are super annoyingly small. And it would be fun to, you know, go to something bigger than I've done in a long time again. All right, what's it going to be? You know, um, I think I've... I've been hearing for the last few months people have been asking me about the next book of the Down Messenger book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that'll be part of it. Um, there's also um, an online course that I wanted to create. You know, the the core of the message, like she's saying, what, what's the thing that you would speak about, and I was like, well, it's the thing that I do speak about, which is, you know, your call to share this message, and what if it's for you first? My, my message is it's the beginning of a massive rescue mission. <laughs> so, you know, she was like, well, you know, there's really a story to tell about your dad, and I was like, yeah, not yet, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's but you know, fresh. it's not that it's fresh for me. Like I really feel like I said yesterday. You know, he he told her that he's he's working for the right side now, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, supporting me. So that that was like a big, huge relief for me. Yeah, um, and even like so glad that I got that before. I get out there and start speaking about it because it is important for me to hold both. Um, so, yeah, so I have this online course that's really about, like, helping people to move through that process. Um, I, I'd say it's from being, you know, learning how to be the character in your story again um, because a lot of people get stuck in narrator where they're like, watching their lives and mapping them but not living them. Um, 
you know, as self-development heads, how we can do that to ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. So going back to, like, being the character, then pulling out to be the narrator and the mapper, and then the re-entry into co-author, like, where you're both the character and the author. And so um, I have this idea, you know, I kind of started to flesh it out. And it feels like something that will have a lot lot of iterations. Um, But I know that I can get, I don't want to use the term superficial, but I can get the first iteration out and get feedback on it rather quickly. Um, It could be like a whole thing. It could be a whole business in and of itself. so book online course um, really I really want to figure out how to do my events again um, but when I think about them I just feel like holy shit how would I even do that like I'm so separated from everybody that would be part of that again quickly you know it's like a whole thing for me of like getting involved and nurturing a community and having that community you know happily play as leverage to the bigger event um so i suppose it could be online and that might be the smarter thing to do financially for now but like a you know something tv show She's like, she said, you need to have the bigger conversation before the end of November. And I was already thinking about um, contacting her and telling her that I just, I want to kind of start it in 2018. Um, maybe around my birthday. So I feel like I could like create a whole, it's not all clear yet, but like, you know, kind of like this is the time of the year where I announced my bestseller campaign and started to invite people to play. So I'm going to work on what's that going to look like and in the rollout of all of these different parts and where can I create wins for the messengers that I've been working with and the ones that are on the fence about, you know, are they going to come to a retreat or not? I could do discounts for, in exchange for books, you know, stuff like that. I, I see it as a way to, like, reignite everything. My work, the revenue, um, all that. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's yeah. all still kind of in the ethers. Yeah. I was, I was really waiting to talk to her yesterday because it was starting to kind of dribble in. And, you know, when I was writing her this morning, I was saying that I feel like <clears throat> she said that I'm not, I haven't been, I haven't said yes to the to my dream life because I have other things I need to do first. And she kept saying for everyone else, and I'm just like, God, you know, I've been working so hard. I'm not doing that. Like, really, where am I still doing that? Um, but I think that 
and tapping into the, you know, me pulling back from the business because of all the shit that happened and having to get to that core wound and heal it before I put any more energy behind growth. Because I was growing the impact, but I was also growing the problem, the fallout. So I do feel like I'm coming to the end of that. You know, I've done enough work with my dad. I've done enough work with my grandma. My marriage is in the work. I feel like my foundation is solid enough, you know. And so I feel like I put this dam up, you know, like dammed the flow so I can work on the foundation. (laughs) And, um, but there are these things that are like starting to spill over now. Like, will you come speak here? Will you do this TV show? Will you? And so I think I just have to like, I think that creating this big, bigger thing will kind of be like pulling the, you know, pulling the wall away and letting it all flow again. That was good. It's funny how everything kind of, like how, you know, sometimes you're telling yourself, I'm just in this season, you know, and then enough things start to happen that you can see the ending of the season, you know, how things are kind of like all closing at the same time. Grandma's getting ready to pass. Um even down to, like, the body work that I've been doing. I'm now in, like, the integration phase where all the parts are supposed to start talking to each other. Mm. Um, I get my, I'm finishing my certification tomorrow. I have, or today, I have my certification session for Inner Light today. Yay. You know, it's just, like, all these little things that are, like, tying up so that the energy that I've been putting in over here and over there can all be pulled back into one bigger thing. What certification did you get? I'm reflecting today um, for inner light, which is the inner light method is the energy balancing. Oh, yeah. Um, you, guys were, you guys were talking about a conference call you went on for that recently, right? For about a month yeah. ago? Yeah. 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 It's specifically for people who are highly sensitive and intuitive and empathic. I've been working with several people for the last several months learning all of the different parts of the protocol. So today's the put up or shut up. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I had one last week with a mentor who I'll be working with today. She was on it to give feedback and make sure everything was tracking. And she was like, I would certify you today. I'm like, okay, that's good. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
there's the clarity that um, just my personal experience with it is the clarity that I have about being able to see things, particularly in my family of origin, is, is increased significantly. Yeah. It was super timely. Having those sessions with you was super timely. <laughs> moving back there, hanging out with your dad and your mom, flying in. My kid being here and then yeah. she leaves. My mom comes in. In between all that, I got my dad and my brother and my stepmom. Yeah, it was timely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You've had like a master's in. <laughs> Here it all is in your space. <laughs> yeah. So you want it? So North Carolina, you say? <laughs> Get centered, you say? <laughs> you know what I think is interesting too. On that note. Is that I've heard you say that you wanted to create a hub, like a like a home base for your family there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just was talking to my daughter. Careful about what this. you ask for. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, like if you're gonna do that. You know, the way that you do that really matters. And so I'm glad that you have that clarity around, like, so that you create it from the space, like, this is mine, and I'm inviting other people to it (laughs) on these terms, energetically, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole amazing thing. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting little journey. The past couple of weeks. Oh my God! You had me fucking rolling last week. <laughs> it's like twenty-eight minutes. Alan, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing, I was doing the countdown with Amanda for when my mother was leaving. I was like twenty-four hours, eighteen hours, <laughs> six hours, oh, two hours. 28 minutes. <laughs> Literally, I was doing it with her last Friday, which sounds terrible, but it was just no. because I had had like a reasonably successful trip with my mom, and I was just trying to get through the last 24 hours without like totally unringing the bell. So it was just like I needed somebody to know that I was at the end of my rope and I had tied a knot and I was holding on. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to know. Remember how Lisa always used to say, um, these are my two-hour shoes and these are my 10-hour shoes? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. These are these are my two hour friends and family and these are my ten hour friends and family. <laughs> yeah. And these are my three day Oh god, yeah. Uh, I was like, you know what? A week is too long. <laughs> 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 I 
has really good until this day. Yeah, a week that, is. I, sorry, go I'm ahead, going, Ellen. I'm going to visit my my niece for a week, and I was like, "What are you thinking, Ellen? Like, I haven't seen her in a while." <laughs> I mean, I just want to see her baby. She has three kids I've never met, and I'll also see my sister who moved back there to um, to Georgia. But I, like, booked a trip for a week, and then it just started to sink in, like, what if I, what if I hate them? <laughs> well, it's, I a, hate it's, them a short hop, it's a short hop up to North Carolina. You can come stay a couple days. <laughs> I know. Seriously. I'm just telling you, you've got an out. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. So, it, yeah. But I have an apartment to stay in. They've got an apartment attached to their house. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Isn't it? That'll, so, make it that'll make it how, so much easier. How bad could it be if I have a place to go retreat? Yeah. That, that would make, yeah. That's so much, that, that, yeah. <laughs> that would have made it easier, but I don't think my mother would have stayed in it. I mean, I know her well enough to know. Because <laughs> she kept coming in and waking me up and saying, I didn't want to wake you up, but. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, then don't. I'm thinking to myself, you don't want to wake me up, but you're waking me up. So you wanted to wake me up. So she didn't oh want to feel God. bad about waking me up. So, oh, God bless her. And, you know, of course, she's here to, you know, it's like uber stressful, right? She's afraid her house is going to be, you know, totally massacred and just destroyed. And so the first three days she was here, she just on emotional pins and needles the whole time. And, you know, so I was just, I was trying to be, you know, mindful of that. And um, so... But there also came a point where, I, like, I just could not stay glued to the television, well, computer, because I don't have TV. But, you know, I, I have a, a web TV thing that I that I have, so I, I put CNN on for her so she could watch it. And, I, I mean, I was watching it with her, and but, you know, there came a point where, I, you know, I just couldn't, like, I just couldn't do it 24-7. So, you know, so anytime something happened, that she needed to talk to somebody about. She would come in and, you know, wake me up. So whether it was late at night or early in the morning or, you know, even before she left Florida, she was, you know, she started texting me at 4 a.m. And, you know, I have my family on my favorites list, so they'll ring through text and phone calls will ring through even if my phone is on do not disturb because if something happens to somebody in the middle of the night, I want them to be able to get to me. Oh, God. So, um so, you know, it started going off at 4 o'clock in the morning Thursday so uh, before the hurricane. So it was really, you know, it was, it was good for me to see, like, things about my mom in a way that I didn't have to be reacting to all of it. It's the first time, really, that I have, I have seen how much healing I have had around all of the kind of destruction that's happened between she and I and our relationship. And that I could just be able to um, see her for her with a compassionate eye, but also a realistic, um, pragmatic view of it. Like, 
you know, just be able to see it for what it really is, which is that, you know, my mother is just um, the level of woundedness that she has in the way it manifests itself as someone who absolutely constantly needs validation. She's, the neediness is just unreal. And the constant need for a validation from every person about everything is, it's really, it was astonishing to me to be able to see it in all of its forms. And I mean, in every conversation, she could be talking about a doctor doing a medical treatment. And it was, you know, that she, you know, she's a super special patient to this doctor and you know, and the doctor tells her that she rehabilitates faster than anybody else. And it, I mean, there is not any interaction where it isn't, you know, where she isn't the star of the story. I mean, it's just, it's, it was, so for me to be able to see that and understand it and just be able to have compassion for her that she's 74 and she's still, is just so in a place of, you know, not having any internal peace about anything in her life and the the need for that just constant external validation was uh, shocking in a way. It was, and I, it's not that I haven't seen it before, but I think the, the clarity with which I was able to see it and what it really is as opposed to thinking it had something to do with me, mm-hmm. you know, which, which was, which has been my, my woundedness and self-centeredness in the past. And I just didn't have to make any of it about me this time. And so, because I was, you know, with intention, just trying to let her be her and not have expectations of her, which a sponsor taught me that a long time ago, but there's a, no, a new level of surrender that's happened for me with that around my mom and even my dad in the past year or so, like just letting him be him, not having expectations around it. And, you know, and on the other side, me not needing their approval or their validation about things or, you know, that kind of stuff. And so to be able to be around my mom and see all of it and just have compassion for her. And then to go to dinner, because we went to dinner a few times with my brother and my sister-in-law and my mom and I, and to see the similarity between my mom and my sister-in-law was a little heart-wrenching for me, mm. you know, because you and the other thing that my mom has is you can't tell her anything, like nothing. She'll ask you a question, but she doesn't really want an answer. She doesn't, you know, and, and I... And I have a canned response that I give her, and I forgot a few times and gave her a real answer, and that was like touching a hot stove, man. So and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember when, you know, when I forget and give her a real answer to a question, that's how I get hooked. Because then she wants to to debate it and attack me and tell me I don't understand and all this stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, you're the one that asked me for my opinion. And <laughs> I mean, you're the one that said, well, what do you think I should do? And I'm like, I, you know, and my my normal response is, you know what, Mom, everybody's different, and, you know, and I I have faith that you are going to 
know the exact right thing for you to do. And, you know, I'm not you in the situation, so I can't really say what I would do because I'm not in the situation. And that has turned out to be a very successful formula for me with her because it gives her what she wants, which is, you know, for somebody to tell her they believe in her. And it gets me out of having to be in that advice game with my mom, which is a no-win situation for me to be in because it's just a setup for me to get attacked by her. Or, you know, for her to be mad at me or, you know, for for she and I to have conflict. And, you know, the last what, night she was here on the drive home from dinner with my brother and sister-in-law, I, I said that. And she, and she just looked at me and she goes, I'm asking you for your opinion. And I don't know why you won't give it to me. And I just said, you know what, Mom, here's the thing. I don't know what you need to do. I'm not you. So I know you want my opinion, but I don't really know what you need to do. I can tell you the principle that I use in situations like that is what is going to serve me the best in the long run and the people that I love. So not in a self-centered way, but ultimately what's going to serve me the best in the way that I handle the situation? Is there a way that I can build a bridge between me and another person Is there a way that I can put the needs of other people in the situation above my need to be mad or get even with people, you know, or make everybody around me uncomfortable because I'm trying to prove a point. And, you know, and, and she said, well, that's a, that's actually a really good observation because yeah, I'm, I'm going to make all my friends uncomfortable in the way that I want to respond to it. And I didn't say that to her. I just said, here's what I'm going to do for me. But she was apparently able to hear it. And so but I'm, I'm still not going to be, I'm still <laughs> she, sticking she to my storyline, man. She, well, the thing is, is that when you do that, because she naturally makes everything about her, uh-huh. you just give her a way to insert herself and come to her own. <laughs> man, she's something else, so. You know, but I was just trying to get out of it without actually answering her question directly to her because I just know that's going to, and I mean, so, so, you know, even that formula stopped working because now she's pissed off at me because I just won't give her anything, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, is it like, you're something else, man. So, but I could just watch all of it happening and I was like, all right, you know what, what, and and I thought that to myself as as I'm watching her do her little dance, I'm like, all right. You know, how do I want to handle this for me so I can be intact at the end of this without causing her harm? And so Mm -hmm. I ended up saying the thing that I was thinking in my head about how am I going to handle this with her, you know? So, um, yeah, it was was interesting. So just being able to see all those dynamics and, you know, and learn from it. And, you know, and I did have a good chuckle with myself about, you know, wanting to create stability for myself so that I could Mm -hmm. make a choice to (laughs) offer it to my family. You know, and I thought about that before I offered my mom to come here. I was like, all right, well, do you really want to, like, offer this to her? And I thought, you know what, I do. I do want to make the offer. And, you know, because they have the money. It's not like they couldn't just go get a hotel somewhere. They totally could have. But I know, you know, for her, it was easier knowing she had a place to go stay close to her family where she could be taken care of because, she had some eye surgery that didn't go well, so she has a hard time driving herself places where she doesn't know where she is. And so I know it was, you know, and her husband wouldn't leave initially, so she was leaving without him. 
So, you know, so that was a whole other deal. So just getting to watch all of it and watch myself in the middle of all of it. and But, you know, it did wear me out. I am not going to lie. It, it wore me out just... Oy, oy, oy. She is like work, my mother. I love her, but she is work. So... <laughs> Piece of work and work. So, you know, but I'm grateful that, you know, we're, she and I are in the place that we're in that, you know, by and large, we can have relative peace in our relationship with one another. And that's, you know, that's, that's a good place to be at with her because we haven't, we didn't have that for a long time. So, and I was glad when she left. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So. That's my, and, uh, yeah. I will say, I was, like, proud of myself. I was like, you, you know what? Be. Thank you. Thank you, God. I was grateful to God and proud of myself because I made it out of it without, you know, Giving her any pieces of my mind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've had enough family togetherness for a while, though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, they all just need to stay, stay away. So mm-hmm. it took me eighteen months of inner light work. It was three sessions and that really helped to like, like you're saying, the clarity like, oh my God, that's not me. But then, Mm -hmm. but then I could still feel myself like what you're saying, like it's so much energy to hold that and stay. Like I was so grateful that I didn't get hooked in anymore with the amount Mm -hmm. of energy that it took. And then something clicked in July when I went to hang out with my family on my mom's birthday and helped them move um, where I literally was watching two of my siblings get well actually I think all three of them were completely trashed breaking glasses one was throwing up the other one was you know soothing and then cursing her for dropping her phone in the vomit like and you know it was like I just remember having this moment of like it's not my job to do anything right now except go to bed so I can be useful tomorrow and so I went to sleep to the sound of my sister barfing and laughing and my brother (laughs) trying to be a nice big brother and also cursing her for doing stupid stuff like stopping her we didn't know until the next day she had completely forgotten that she turned on her video so she actually oh. has it documented. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, it was one of those moments where I was like, I'm just having a really good laugh. Like, I'm having a completely different experience. Normally I would be like, oh, my God, what's happening to my sister? And, like, I would turn it into all of these stories. Mm-hmm. And what I needed to do to fix the story or get ahead of the story. And I just was, I was going to bed thinking, I really prefer this way of feeling with these people. Yeah. But it was 
wild. Yeah, well, God bless them, but man, you know, like, as, as all, you know, I just kept thinking about just being grateful, you know, I was just really, I was grateful that, you know, she had a place to go, I was grateful that I felt like I could offer it for fun and for free, you know, I didn't feel like I had to attach anything to it, and, you know, and honestly, I didn't have, you know, I really didn't have too many expectations around any of it in terms of what was going to happen other than, you know, I mean, I know my mom, so I wasn't going into it blind. I've met her before. So, you know, I had some idea of what I was embarking on, but I wasn't being fatalistic about it or, oh, my God. I was just like, I'm going to invite her to come and, you know, we'll step through it. And I had I had faith that I would be able to do it and. You know, and, you know, I know where there's meetings and I had a car so I could get out, which I did a few times. So give us both some space. So, yeah, that's, you know, looking at this, whenever you do fall into old ways of thought, correct yourself instantly for when you're in the competitive mind, you have lost the cooperation of the mind of the whole and, you know, I was just trying to stay in the, you know, being able to love her where she was and not expect her to be something different, you know. And for me, that 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 actually helps with having kind of a cooperative mindset about it, you know, just going into it without expecting them to be anything different or re- requiring that anything be any different. Because the only person I make crazy in that situation, I mean, I make both of us crazy, but the person I make the most crazy is myself. You know, she is who she is. She's 74. So, you know, like I got to give up the ghost on, you know, whatever it is I think or thought or, you know, so. And, you know, to just to see her be, I mean, I was really able to also see where all my body image issue stuff comes from because, I mean, she was just, you know, she could not, um, she was watching her Apple Watch, and she was, like, going and walking up and down the the driveway here at my house, back and forth and up and down. And, you know, she actually could not maintain a t- conversation with me until she had gotten in her, enough steps for the day. So. <laughs> wow. And that's. And the, I'm the amount of con- No, the amount of conversations we had about her getting her steps in and the amount of focus <laughs> on that was unreal. Like epic proportion, unreal, yeah. So I was like, wow, you know, the war, the internal war, and so all that is stuff that all I could do is have compassion for her. You know, she and she got on my scale and she said, "Does your scale work?" And I said, "As far <laughs> as I know, I mean, I'm gotten on it much lately, but as far as I know, and why?" She said, "I'm not sure it's reading right." And I said, "Well, is it reading heavy or light?" And she said, oh, it's reading heavy. And I said, well, Mom, maybe it needs new batteries. I don't know. You know, I mean, we can put new batteries in it and see. But And she's like, well, does it read you right? And I said, seriously, it's been in storage. I haven't, I, I can't tell you. I haven't been on it. But I said, is it lighting up? Is it giving you a reading? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, you know, if, the, if it's somewhere close to, you know, what the reading is, but we can put new batteries in it if you're concerned about it and, you know, so, I mean, there was a whole, I mean, so, yeah. You know, oh, 
I was laughing the other day because my one of my coaches told me that I really need to like think about you know like the work I did with my dad integrating dark and light right with my grandma and I was like this is going to be so much easier with my grandma because as I started to think about it I started to think about all the ways that I consciously and unconsciously tortured her back so <laughs> when she got around the body image because she started all that stuff for me my mom was real bad, but my grandma was the one who told my mom in front of me to stop buying me stretchy pants because I kept growing into them, and I was going to have to go to fat camp like my cousin. Oh. I think I was nine and starting my, my period. So, um, yeah, that, that was... <laughs> I, I have to interject. That sucks. <laughs> it super sucks. But I got her back because the last few years, she couldn't see the scale so she, she was still, like, trying to stay the right weight. And she would lie. Like, she would lie, you know. Like, she went up, like, up to – she was always at 135. She went up to 150 when she had a boyfriend because he was cooking every day, three meals, and, you know, they did all this stuff together. And, and so she was like, that is not true. I've never been above 135. And she lost a bunch of weight. Anyway, the point is, is I would step on the scale behind her, and then I'd read it. <laughs> oh. Or I'd just make it up. I'd just make it up at the at the doctor's office, and the nurse would look at me and shake her head. Like, I'm like, come on, give me this one. <laughs> oh, my God. This lady tortured me on body image as a kid. That one and the, the other one that I remembered was, she, when she was doing her funeral, um, you know, plans, and she invited the lady from the mortuary. And so, you know, she's demented. Like, she's not all there, right? But she had this way of, like, pulling herself together when people were around and acting very prim and proper. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was the show. And so the one thing that... She, didn't get past her show was that she wanted to be she wanted to be laid in her coffin in this silky nightie that was see through, and all of and all of us were like, should we say anything? Like it's like we said something before like three times, and she's still determined. You know, I didn't wear it in life. I should wear it in death, and you know, no waste. Blah blah blah. And so. <laughs> The lady's sitting there, and she's kind of looking like, mm, you know, like, you want to be dressed in this? Okay. And so the, the grandma's still trying to act the proper. So I ran down to her room, and I got this pendant that she had bought three decades before when she and all of her friends were widowed inside of, like, three years. Like, they all lost their husbands. So they went on this trip together, and it was kind of like this joke that they all got this pendant that looks like a penis. <clears throat> so, like, the back of it, this flat back is, like, the balls, and then it has a, a drooping shaft, right? But it has this drawstring on it. If you pull it, it goes erect. And you just thought this oh was the funniest God. damn thing my whole life, right? But she would never show it to anyone else, you know. Like, she's kind of embarrassed about it, but she couldn't let go of it. And so I went and I got it out of her room and I was like, Grandma, if you're going to wear the silky nighty, then you should absolutely wear this with it. Because, I mean, it must be a cool way for you to go. People walk by the casket. They get a little show. 
they say goodbye by yanking the chain. You know, like keep it fun and light. <laughs> the lady from the mortuary was like, she wanted to crawl under the table. <laughs> and my grandma was just like <laughs> caught between laughing at the idea and also mortified. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> so I guess I should say congratulations on getting through it without, you know, <laughs> shaming her back. <laughs> or doing oh, something yeah. that really embarrassed her. It's hard. Yeah. I was it's well and she was she was she was trying to monitor my food as well. She yes. I mean she she was on herself but then she started you know, turning that laser beam on me and, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, that's not surprising, but, you know, and I just kind of, I just kind of looked at her and thought, interesting. So, I mean, she's going to do what she's going to do and, you know, <laughs> just thought, wow, now you're monitoring what I'm doing, which, you know. It was it was an interesting little little journey, but yeah, I just you know I I was just it was I, I guess again it's just one of those things I haven't seen it because I haven't spent enough time with her really in the last few years. I mean we've we've just spent pockets of time together, but not not any kind of concentrated time. And so you know what I would get is what sounded like an offhand comment here or there about things, you know, about herself or exercise or food or whatever. And, you know, so the the intensity of it was amplified, I guess, because we had spent so much time together. And, you know, I thought, okay, well, do what you got to do, Mom. You know, just, and, I mean, we went for a walk together one day on a, a trail out there and, you know, which was nice. I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm, it's a trail I'm going to go walk myself. I mean, it's, it's blacktop trail. It's a it's on the Greenbelt, so it goes all along the the uh, Noose River here. And the it, the one of the entrances to it is like two and a half miles from my house, which is nice because it's miles and miles and miles of Greenbelt. So <clears throat> yeah, it was a fascinating little little excursion. So. Just getting to watch it all unfold and and just look at it and go, okay, there's some. Because I don't want I I don't want to be having that kind of war with myself at that age, you know. I just don't want to be doing it. Mm. So, you know, I can look at that and I can let that inform what I'm, you know, what I'm gonna do now w- with my life because I'm vastly improved from where I was, but I wouldn't say I'm like at peace with my body and body image and all that stuff at this point in my life but I'm um, you know I think I have more compassion for myself maybe than what my mom has so that's a step that is a step and <clears throat> so yeah it was, a, it was a journey and I'm you know there's so much stuff that you know both in recovery and also you know the work that we've been doing over the past Past year with this book that has certainly, you know, the, I think the biggest thing is the level of focus on gratitude. 
that this particular book has given me and a gratitude is a practice that I've had. I mean, thank you has always been my favorite prayer ever since I got sober. But uh, <clears throat> the real focus that I have had on it since we started this book in the past year, it's just been in a different way. I've been able to utilize gratitude in my life in a different way. And it's, I feel like it's brought a more loving perspective to things that before it was hard for me to be loving about. And I have to tell you guys, I was, I was, I was, um, when I was thinking about this, these chapters and, um, you know, because basically that, you know, this week is basically just the cautions and conclusions, which there's so much good stuff in here. Mm-hmm. You know, I still love the part in here where it says if we've had a failure, it's because we haven't asked enough. So, um, and so I was, I was really thinking about that yesterday. I was having a business conversation with my dad and, you know, we were talking mm-hmm. about our the consulting side of our business and about, you know, um, making a making an effort to you know get some new clients with that side of our business like being being proactive about actually going out and and taking some action and so I just said to him look if we're going to do it I want to find somebody in North Carolina like I'd like to do some consulting right here in our backyard and you know, there are some industries that I think are ripe for it that we have experience with that, you know, would be good and, you know, we wouldn't have to vacate our homes to do consulting. There's two huge pharmaceutical type companies right up the street from us. And so, um, anyways, so I said, you know, I just need to get, get in front of some people. So I think we ought to figure out a way to get connected with some people in North Carolina and get some introductions. I think that would be a good place to start. My dad looked at me and he goes, well, I know, I, I don't, I know a lot of people in North Carolina, but I don't really know any business people here. I mean, I know some car people here, but I, you know, I, I don't have any names for us to work on. And I said, well, you know, I don't either, but I'm just going to get really specific and concrete about the fact that, you know, I would like to be generating things that that have a basis in North Carolina. So all I'm going to do is start putting out my hippy-dippy woo-woo voodoo <clears throat> for things in North Carolina. I did. I said that to my father. And he goes, well, I'll tell you what. I would like for you to put your voodoo out there. And I was like, interesting. I said, well, you know, we never know what's going to happen. I said, I don't really, I said, I know, you know, people that we race with, but I said, everybody else that I know in North Carolina right now is people that I know from my beautiful underground society. And we don't really do the whole work thing in that society, but, you know, who knows? Opportunities come in the most unexpected ways. And he said, look it. If something comes through your underground society, that is just fine by me. I said, well, it's fine by me too, but I don't really know any of those people that well, you know, in town. So it's not like I'm going to, you know, just say, hey, I know you don't know me, but. Um, so I go to a meeting last night, a new one, but here in town. And uh, sure as shit, man. After the meet, after the meeting, some lady comes up to me. She's got long-term sobriety. And she's like, so you're new in town, huh? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, what kind of work do you do? And I, 
And so I told her, you know, just I just gave her like the 10 second thing that I tell most people, which is that I do, you know, business and leadership consulting because they, they, they don't know what the hell it is. Anyways, so, you know, if I try and explain it to them, it takes too long. And most people have a sense of some kind of something. They'll generate a picture in their mind with that. And she said, really? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, you know, I'm actually connected with a lot of women and we do, a, we actually do a lot of networking with one another to help each other out and support each other. So I'd love to learn more about what you do and get you connected with the women here, here in this area that I know and see how, you know, you can support us and we can support you. I'm like, seriously, I just said it this afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Like three or four and then. So she's, you know, she's a, she's what she is, man. She, she is a type like to a whole nother level. I thought, well, I don't know. I'm not sure, but look at, I'm going to have coffee with her. And, you know, she has a, she has a regular job and then she's a professor at some university. So um, anyway, so I did have a chuckle to myself about, okay, you know, just uh, the being concrete, man. That was, you know, being concrete. If she tells me she works at, the, at one of these two pharmaceuticals that my dad and I were Googling yesterday, I, I'm going to flip my lid. That so <laughs> awesome. They're both nat- yeah, they're both international companies. So if she is at, actually works at one of them, I, I may pass out. So I thought of you girls last night when I was sitting at that meeting. I was like, you know what? If I could text during this meeting and have it not be completely inappropriate, I would have texted you guys last night. You are not going to believe this. And I thought, I'll just tell them on the call today. So That is yeah. awesome. Oh, my God. So inspiring. I love it. Yeah. Who knows what will come of it. But I thought, you know, for me, all that stuff is just like, it's almost like God saying, you know, I'm here, honey. That's what I always mm-hmm. feel like it is, whether it turns into something or nothing. I just feel like it's this God shot of God, just, you know, kind of like patting me, you know, patting me on the arm and saying, I'm here, I heard you. And, oh, totally. You know, and it, 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 it inspires me, even when it happens to you. It just, it, see, see that, that little bit of contact, it reaches all the way over here to me. You know what I mean? Like, yes. God contacted you, but, oh, it makes me get all excited. <laughs> Sorry. It makes it, it makes it feel tangible. No, it's great. It makes it feel tangible, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Because I know how how it feels. And it is, um, it's like magical when that happens. Yeah. For sure. Mm hmm. So I'm going to focus on, you know, asking for more. Nice. Which brings me to a question I want to ask you guys. Do you guys want to do uh, um, even like a a one-day or a half-day intensive or something where we actually create the space of time to like write down the clear, specific, and maybe you guys have already done this, but spend some time just kind of in contemplation and actually like writing down the clear thing? Because that's the piece that I think I feel like we haven't talked a lot about, and um, where's the, I'm looking for the part in here, hold on. 
Man must form a clear and definite mental image of the things he wishes to have, to do, or to become. He must hold this mental image in his thoughts while being deeply grateful for the Supreme that all his desires are granted to him. And I've just been thinking about the fact that, like, it's time for me to kind of revisit and get really clear on this for myself and, like, then articulate it to somebody besides myself. Mm-hmm. Like the nuances of it, the pieces of it, and to create, you know, a picture and maybe even like an actual collage picture of it. So I don't know where you guys are with that, with the definite, you know, forming the definite mental image and being clear about all its nuance and sitting in contemplation of that. Um, I am, that's what I need to work on next. You know, it's so interesting because I, I joined that group. I think I told you guys I joined a, a creative marketing group. Mm-hmm. I invested some money in it. And the module we're moving on to is exactly that. It's goal setting. So, it, oh, I mean, I know goal, goal setting is slightly different from what you're talking about, but they could be kind of done at the same time. You know, visioning and goal setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're, that would be great. What um, We have that worksheet that I put together. Do you want to take a look at that and see if it would help? Remember the worksheet booklet I made? Yeah, I think it's great. No, I think that booklet is great. And I didn't, um, I didn't do that worksheet this time around. I have done it in the past, and I didn't actually do it this time around. I didn't write down my starting state, and I didn't write down where I was headed in advance this time. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that would be a good thing to go back and revisit. So, I, yeah, you know, I don't know if it's something you guys just want to, like, do on our own and then share it with each other, or if you guys want to, like, create energy around sitting down together, you know, like, with Zoom or something like that and and walking through something together. Or, so I just wanted to throw it out there because it's our last week of this, you know, the the book. And so I didn't know if it, that was something you guys were interested in doing or just something I've been thinking about. And I know we had talked about doing some kind of a retreat, and I thought, well, maybe we could do a mini retreat and at least get that that piece of it, like, crystallized for ourselves to use as a springboard moving forward. Yeah. I, like I said, I need to do that. And, like, that, I was waiting to have that session yesterday. And um, the other thing, too, is that, Ursula's book is just freaking amazing when it comes to that stuff. As far as, I don't know how far you got into it, but, you know, about getting clarity. Like, she takes uh, through the through the whole entire process. So, um, I don't know how deep you want to go with that, but it's pretty cool. So, I was planning on working that process myself so I could, you know, do that and then share it with you guys. You know, we could, like, set up a session to bring our, however that works best for us, like, this is what I'm thinking, you know, this is my, like, what I was saying today. I have all these things that are on the possibility list, but how would it actually really roll out timing and process and all that? So, if I could work on that and then bring that to, like, a several-hour work session with you guys, 
where we all shared that for ourselves and then gave feedback and ideas and reframes. I'm I'm totally game for any kind of structure is good. That's why I'm always like, ooh, do we have worksheets? I love worksheets. (laughs) 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 But any kind of structure, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm super sounds, open about, like, about, sorry, go ahead, Alan. I was just going to say, it sounds like more work for you, though, Amanda. No, because I'm already doing it. But, and I've already, I've already been through the book because I edited it. Obviously, so, yeah. Um, it's, you know, she just, she just launched it this week. So it's, it's available on Amazon. You guys could do that if you wanted to, but it's not necessary, you know. I could just share the exercises from it. I think if we do it, uh, my preference would be to break it down into several shorter sessions. Um, I get antsy on conference calls after like an hour and 15 minutes. So... um, I mean, I could stretch it longer if you guys prefer longer, but just that I just thought I'd voice that. If we, that would be preferable to me to break it down. What are your thoughts? For sure. I'm, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm totally flexible. So if you guys want to, if everybody just wants to kind of work on it on their own time and we can set, you know, pick a date and time to actually kind of go you know, share them with each other. I'm totally cool with that. If if you guys want to get together and, you know, work through some of it together, just, you know, to support each other as we're working through it, I'm game for that too. So I'm really flexible. Mostly I just wanted to kind of throw out the concept and see if you guys were interested before I went too far along into what it would look like. So, and also since it's kind of, this is our group, I mean, it's our group, not my group. So I wanted to throw it out there and see, you know, if you guys were interested, and if so, how you guys want, would like to do it. So, Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So do we just, do, do you guys just want to, do we want to set a time for when we'll get together and we can each work on things kind of on our own with whatever process we want to use and then just come together and share it? Yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. Ellen, what do you think? Um, yeah, yeah. So we, we're each going to do our own little process. Our own. Yep. Because Amanda had just said she would be willing to take us through um, Ursula's process. Well, what I what the way that I'm going to do it for myself is with her process. So um, when I report it, you guys will kind of see like okay. no, I, yeah, that, that process works. if you guys that need works. more clarity at all. That works. You know? Or you check, could just order I'm, the book. Look, yeah, I'm going to look at, into her book and see if that would be something that would help. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, it's great. That sounds great. Cool. How long do you guys want to work on it? 
Depends on what day. Week, you couple get, weeks. Well, I would say, why don't we just get started and, and keep our regular call time? And just report in each week as up, as we progress? I think that makes sense for me. <clears throat> well, sounds good for me. Amanda, you guys want you want to take you want to take a week or two off and then start up or just roll right into it next week. I'm I'm going to be working on my thing, so I'll be ready by Tuesday. It's up to you guys. Yeah, De- honestly, deadlines are good for me personally. Mm-hmm. So if I have if I have made a commitment to something, it helps me to stay on track. So you know, meeting next Tuesday for me is great whether I have it completed or not, I will have made progress. And so that's, you know, so for me that I like having a commitment and I'd like to just keep moving forward. So that's my, that's my two cents worth. So, you know, we can come prepared with whatever, however much of whatever we've gotten done next week, if that works. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. That sounds good. Okay. Same bad mm-hmm. time, same bad channel. Cool. Ooh, exciting. It'll be fun. Okay, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You too. Talk to you next week.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.